0: I give you honor you know I feel this just to say this to you I want to ask everybody to be close just hear me I feel it so strong in my spirit that the Lord is saying this morning that he's looking upon our people worship him and he's walking past everyone and sees if our worship is a sweet smelling aroma you know the days are past we can no longer entertain the people we have to become worshipers that worship in spirit and in truth now more than ever before church we have to become worshipers. That worship him in spirit and in truth no longer it's no longer our flesh that needs to cry out but our spirits need to cry out to a living God Oh Lord visit your people in worship Visit your people as they call upon your beautiful name. This is our cry in the name of Jesus. Oh, what a presence of the Lord. Beautiful Jesus. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your anointing. Oh, oh, <coughs> <Robuxity>. <coughs> Ha <laughs> We glorify your name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, would you just give him a great hand of praise? Praise the Lord. You may take your seat for now. Welcome back. Who's happy to be in the house of God this morning? So when the lockdown happened, we, we, we thought to ourselves, so what are we going to do? You know, we have an opportunity now to either sit and, and, and sulk, or say we're going to do much more now for the kingdom of God. So let me just tell you, when the enemy allowed the church to close, last month alone we preached to one million people. Yeah. That's without television. That's without even our television network, you know, and... So, what the enemy thought he's going to close the church and stop the church. The Lord said this is going to be an opportunity. And and, uh, during the lockdown, the Lord spoke to us about many, many things and what's happening and what's coming into the body of Christ. A lot of people worry. Let me just quickly say this, and I've said this last year, and I'm going to say this again. This is the greatest time and the hour for the church to be alive in. The greatest hour. And let me just encourage you by saying this to you. It doesn't matter in which country you live, the blessing of God will locate you. The favor of God will get to you. Do you get this? And, and, and when you are part of the blessing of God, so how do I know when I'm part of the blessing? When you are born again. When you are born again, you are part of the blessing. This is what the book of Galatians teaches us, that we are no longer part of the curse of the law, but we are blessed. Say with me, I am blessed. blessed. One more time, I am blessed. blessed. So people, you know, there's still people fighting. Should the church open, should the church be open? Listen, I I walked in a mall yesterday. Hundreds of people walked in a mall, and yet the church can only have 50 people. doesn't make sense. I I said it doesn't make sense. Hundreds in a mall, but 50 in a church. So you can say Or you can think about it the way you want to But let me just say it to you All over the world They try to make sure that there's one religion A one world order That's what they're pushing for But do you know what the church does When the world pushes us? We push back We don't just sit down And so I want to title this message We won Let me say that one more time I want to title this message We won So you better tell your neighbor You won Come on, tell your neighbor You won One more time You won We are not defeated foes. We won. If you study the Bible, you will even find this in the book of Revelation. We win. Come on, I said we win. We win. And and I I feel it's like, a my my tongue feels like on fire just to release this. Very, very soon, we're going to see the Lord in the sky. And we will meet Him there. And we will be with Him forever and forever and forever. And the day is at hand. It is, I want you to do me a favor, put your hand like this. Do this, do this. Put it as close to your nose as you can. The coming of Christ is even closer. The the return of the Messiah is even closer. Imagine this, this precious Jesus I'm preaching about. One day very soon, we're going to see Him face to face. Oh my goodness, listen. During this lockdown, the Lord showed me nothing is impossible for the Lord. Nothing. Let me say that one more time. Nothing. If you've lost your job during this lockdown, I want you to hear the word of God, that God has something better in store for you. But you're not going, you know, some people lost their jobs just so that God can shake them up and say, I actually prepared a business for you. And the only way I can get you to that business is to make you lose your job. Hallelujah. Do you get this? Shout Hallelujah. I want to read you a quick passage, and I want to explain some of the stuff here. I was, I was, the Lord gave me a word, and I'm going to take a couple of words and just put it together, join it all together, and I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to minister to you, and I believe something is going to happen, and you can mark my words on this. I believe as I preach the presence of Jesus is going to come and fill hearts like never before. He's going to touch people, and it remains... Are you ready for this? Yeah. <clears throat> Amen. So the Bible says that if you think about Israel... Um, Becoming, becoming slaves and becoming into or coming into bondage in Egypt is for one reason it's because of sin. Amen. If you're a sinner of this world, you're a slave, Amen. you're a slave to your flesh, you're a slave to sin. Amen. When Jesus died for us, He died for us to make us free. Amen. Come on, it was for freedom that we have been set free. I write to so the Bible says, Who the Son of Man says free is free indeed. So, so every time you, you study the scripture, when you see there was bondage, it's because there was sin. Israel was in sin. They they served foreign gods. And suddenly they came and they became slaves in Egypt. But this God and He raises up one man. Now, you have to understand that little is much in the hands of God. God don't need an army. God needs a few people that say, I will never ever bow to this world. I'm standing for truth. Come on, as long as truth is my buckler, hallelujah. And truth is my shield. We'll take over this world. And God raised up Moses in that hour. And, and so you all understand that when Moses went to Pharaoh, he told Pharaoh, let my people go. And but what, what the Bible says is the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. You know, a lot of people don't even know this, their hearts have been hardened. And they don't even know this, that God allowed your heart to be hardened because of your wicked ways. You didn't, you didn't get this. And every time Moses went to, the, went to Pharaoh, God already knew, I'm going to harden his heart. Because I'm going to bring him to nothing. So I'm going to read from Exodus chapter 10, verse 21, and there's something so profound in this section. I want you to open up your Bibles, you have it. We unfortunately, let me just say this, I didn't want to have a neg- negative word with the positive word, but they broke into the church, they stole our monitors, they stole our uh, um, bass they stole our uh, mixers, and everything's a mess. This is why there's, no, there's nothing on the screens today, the, the sound is not great. You know, when we won one million souls, the devil thought, I'm going to steal his, I'm going to steal his sound equipment. <laughs> and if, I, if they broke down our uh, um, office doors, went in there to take some stuff, literally, people think that I'm, I'm joking. It's thousands upon thousands of rands worth of damage that they just took, you know, because they can, unfortunately. And I was walking in here when they told me this news, and I walked down the aisle, I said, Lord, how can you allow this? And the Lord said to me, as clear as day, vengeance is mine. <laughs> So I want to tell the devil, if you want to steal, steal sound equipment for me to win 1 million souls, you better get ready. 10 million souls is coming. Last night I said to the Lord, my, my heart is weeping for souls. Weeping, weeping for the world, weeping for the world. And so we will push like never before. Somebody here, we will push like never before. So exodus chapter 10 and 21 i believe that god's gonna bless you with this word it says then the lord said to moses stretch out your hand towards the heavens that there may be darkness over the land of egypt darkness which might even be felt imagine a darkness that you can feel you didn't get this one imagine it's so dark that you can feel it so the lord said to moses i want you to lift up your hands towards the heaven.'" Because darkness is coming. I'm going to struck Egypt with darkness. I want you to go on to verse 22. Verse 22 says, So Moses stretched out his hands towards heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. They did not see one another. Imagine so dark that you can't even see each other. Nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings now the whole nation of egypt is in such darkness the bible says you can't even see each other but the word of god says the israelites that is in egypt in the dwelling there's a light what light the light of the world his name is jesus christ this means it doesn't matter how dark the world gets as long as you have christ jesus you are the light come on you are walking in light and no longer in darkness They say the COVID-19 is going to take out the world. Let me tell you something. The church of Jesus Christ will have a shining light. Come on, we will be the light. The world will become so dark that they won't even be able to see one another because of sin and whatever's happening. But not to you. I said not to you, not to your household. You will have a light. The Bible says in the houses of Israel, there was light. This means in families, the families of Israel had a hope. They had a future. Darkness says, I can't see my future. But God says, I'm bringing forth a light and you will see clearly where I'm calling you to. Amen. Come on, you better shout to Pharaoh this today, the world, to sin and to the devil. I'm going. Amen. The Bible goes on in verse 24. He says, then Pharaoh called to Moses and he said, Go serve the Lord. Just Go. <laughs> please write this down when you have favor you don't need money Amen. I want to try it this time. write this down when you need when you have favor you don't need money a lot of people say you have to have money to make money not in the course of, not in the case of Babel. if you think about this Abraham had nothing until he told he he told the king that Sarah is not his wife it's his sister and when the Lord told woke him up and he said if you touch this man's bride I'm killing you. He woke up and he said to Abraham, Abraham, just take the gold, take the silver, take the cattle, and just go. And he got so much out of it. He got so much out of it that the Bible says even Lot was blessed. And they came to a place together where Abraham said to Lot, listen, our possessions is so great that we can't live in the same place. Imagine this, you tell tell your sister, listen, you have to move to Pretoria because Centurion is too small for me and you. Hallelujah. Because of the blessing of God. I said because of the blessing of God. He had nothing but favor. I come on, when favor hits you, it doesn't matter what your name is, what family you come from, what background you have, God will find you. The blessing will locate you. If the river can follow Abraham in a desert, don't you think that the river can follow you wherever you go? Shout yes if you believe that. One more time. Yes. What drought? What famine? If God before us, who can be against us? You can't kill a light. If if this whole room is dark and I light the match, you're gonna see the match. Whoa! Well, oh, hallelujah! You just need a light. Darkness struck them so much they can't even see each other. But God says, "Don't worry, I got you. You got light." All right, so go, let's go on and, and hear what he says. Verse 24, Then Pharaoh called to Moses and said, Just go and serve your God. <laughs> only let your flocks and your herds be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. I just want you to pause there. So all oh, the only things that Israel had was flocks and herds. That's it. No gold, no silver. So all oh, the only thing that Abraham asked Pharaoh is, Let my people go, but we want to take our flocks and we want to take our herds too. Yes. But here's God saying, I'm hardening his heart. Because I've got a plan. God's got a plan. You think you lost your job. (laughs) I want to speak to the people of faith. You know, I had a, a guy that tried to insult me. He said, oh, you preachers of the word of faith movement. I thought to myself, that's not an insult. What happens when you preach the word? What happens when you preach the word? I said, what happens when you preach the word? Faith arises because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you preach the word, faith stirs up. This is why you're here this morning and have a crazy pastor screaming at you. Hallelujah, I'm telling you that the darkness will not take you out. You have a light. You have a light. God said, no, 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 no. If you leave, every single time you leave, you leave with more. That's called favor. I said, that's called favor. The Bible says, our life also shall go with us, not a hoof shall be left behind. For we must take some of them to serve the Lord our God. And even when we do not know with what we must serve the Lord until we arrive there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not let him go. Um, the scripture says so then Pharaoh said to him get away from me take heed to yourself and see my face no more for in the day you see my face you shall die so Moses said you have spoken well I will never see your face again now I I want to pause then let me explain this to you because this is what the Lord promised him the Egyptians you see today you'll see no more but here's what God said to Moses he said tell the people of Israel to go back to Egypt ask the Egyptians for some of their gold you ask the enemy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Now people say, oh, that's unfair. So they take from somebody else. No, no, no. That's that's fact. Because the Bible says the money of the unjust. Yeah, I have to preach hard on this week because I think people sometimes forget, especially when hardships touches them they forget the promises of the lord in the last hour two things must happen the money of the world must come to you it must come to your house number two there must be an outpour of the spirit of god a revival like never before it must happen so when is this going to happen jesus promised when you see the birth pains we are living in the birth pains it means the blessing must come now so they started asking the Egyptians, they said, give us some pieces of gold, and give us some pieces of silver. And I, I, so I, I love this. The Bible says eventually, when Pharaoh couldn't handle it no more, he said, all right, just do me a favor. Take everything that's yours. Take your cattle, take your herds, take the gold. <laughs> if he would have agreed, all the gold and all the silver would have been kept in, in Egypt. But because God hardened his heart, God says he's not just living. You're not just living with herds. You are also living with gold and you are living with silver. You will leave with more? Come on, somebody shout. I said somebody shout. You know, this is the problem today. Pharaoh said, you can go. But all the possessions is still mine. A lot of people still allow the Pharaoh, the world, and the devil You are coming through a a, a virus and you've lost some stuff. And the enemy says, well, I'm going to let you go. But your possessions remains mine. But somebody needs to say no more. I'm not leaving my marriage in Egypt. I'm not leaving my business in Egypt. I'm not leaving my family in Egypt. I'm not going to leave my money in Egypt. Let my people go. But when I leave, I take everything and more than what is mine. Hallelujah. So many people are just happy that the devil can leave you and let you go. But it's time to fight back for what is yours. It's time, if, you're, if you left your marriage in Egypt, you better turn around and go back. And if they ask you, what, you are, what are you here for? I'm taking back what is rightfully mine. I'm taking back my covenant. I'm taking back my, oh, come on somebody. I'm taking back my job. I'm taking back my finances, my joy, my peace, my hope. Don't don't let Pharaoh dictate for you what you will and will not take. You are the kings. Oh, royalty. See that in heavenly places. You tell that devil you better back up. You better back up. A lot of people ask me, Visa, so why was it so hard? Do you know why? Because God hardened the devil's heart. So that you don't just leave of herds and cattle, but you will leave of gold. You will leave of silver. But it's time to say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Listen, government is busy crumbling. Doctors don't have medicine. Armies of the world don't even have enough weapons to withstand. People are panicking. But there is a one who is called Jesus. The Bible says His name is higher than any other name. And in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. One face. Come on, while I'm that subject, let's just go a little bit further. I'm not just speaking to you about a dead God. I'm speaking to you about the one who has measured the universe in the span of his hands. The one who laid down the chief cornerstone. Woo! The one who said late and everything is there. The one who calls you by name. The one who said, I will die for you so that you might live. The one who brings light in a world that is dark. Hallelujah. The world is falling apart. But the body is falling in place. Come on, somebody needs to shout like you've never shouted before. Victory is yours. This guy is shouting us. I'm shouting at the devil. Oh, he better hear. We're going to Pharaoh. And taking back what is ours. You have to make up your mind. I already made up my mind. I believe the word of God. And the word of God only. Let my people go. When will the people, when will people start to fight back? When will you tell that devil, it's time you let go of my family. You let go of my money. You let go of my business. You know, nothing will happen until you speak. Nothing will happen until you open up your mouth and declare the word of God. Nothing will happen. A lot of people want to sit and pray about stuff that God gave you the victory over. Amen. God didn't himself go to Pharaoh. He said, he said to Moses, you go to him. You tell him who you are. Amen. I said, you tell him who you are. When the attacks come, you better tell that devil, do you know who you're talking to? Amen. Now I want to, I want to quickly jump to another scripture in the book of Esther. I'm not going to even quote, I'm to just quote this to you. The Bible says there was a man with the name of Mordecai and a woman with the name of Esther. Esther's parents died. So Mordecai took her in as her own, as his own and raised her up. Um, so the scripture says that there was, a, there was a king and when he was getting rid of his, of his, of his queen, the scripture says that his eunuchs and, and then came together and they said, we've got a plan. We're going to get a lot of virgin girls and we will take them through a cleansing ritual. And then they will come into the with the king. And so the one who the king loves, he will take and she will become the next queen. And so yes, Esther. She was in the, also in the same line. So, you know, the Bible says that they had to go through a 12 month of preparation. Husbands, you complain about your wife. That takes two hours to put up makeup. It took them twelve months. Oh, wow. I created. Twelve months of preparation. They had to bath in certain oils. You know that, by the way it was it was Persian law that those women had to prepare for twelve months. Imagine you have to wash off the ugly for twelve months. Twelve, 12 months. <laughs> <coughs> By the way, let me just say this. Don't my wife look beautiful today? <laughs> Can you believe it? After eight weeks, I think it is. <laughs> so, the Bible says, Esther had favor in the palace. Please say with me, favor. Come on, I want you to say that one more time. Esther had favor in the palace. So they said they treated her differently. In the palace, so the Bible says. So a lot of of the of the woman went into the king, but he wasn't so satisfied. And when Esther met with him one night with the king, so she had to she had to spend one night with the king, and then he said, "I love her. This is the one I want to marry." Long story short, so she received favor and she became king. Oh, a queen, rather. And the Bible says there's a, there's a man with the name of Haman. And Haman hated Mordecai. He wanted to make sure Mordecai is killed. So the Bible says he built a, a, a gelatine for him to be hanged. Uh, I'm skipping some verses. I want you just to hear the story, the more of the story. He hated Mordecai. And so Esther was a Jew. Mordecai was a Jew. And he hated the Jews. Remember, they're Persians. So the Bible says that uh, eventually he, he, he made a... a um, he wanted, he wanted to kill Mordecai. He was against Mordecai. So he made this guillotine for him to be hanged. A long story short, eventually, Haman was, was hanged by his own guillotine. He wanted to kill Mordecai, but the thing that he prepared to kill Mordecai killed himself. This is why you never have to hang Judas. Judas will always hang himself. But this is what the Lord has showed me. He says, every time your enemy, enemy plans for your disaster, they will fall in the own. Oh, come on! They will fall in their own holes. And so I like the following. you know you have to think about 12 months of preparation, where she was bathing. And here they want to kill the Jews, and she's not doing anything about it. So when Mordecai had an opportunity, I like to say it in this way. He had to You had to go to to, uh, to her, um Esther, and he had to tell Esther, "Hey, get out of your hot tub, your place of comfort, because surely you have been called for a time as this." the The nice translation says, "Because surely you have been called for a, for, for a place like this." In other words. Whatever you're going through right now, you have been called for a time as this. So what he was actually telling her is, wake up. Wake up. Get out of the place of comfort. Number two, bath yourself in righteousness. Righteousness leads to holiness. You know, one thing that the Lord spoke to me about three weeks ago. I go to bed with that. I, go, I wake up with that. Is righteousness. Being in right standing, holiness, separation from the world, consecration, looking different. You know what the Lord showed me? He showed me the world. I saw the globe. And I saw myself on the globe. And He says, this is how I want you to be. When the, when the world sees the world, you must look different. You can't blend in. You can't look the same. I'm calling you for righteousness and for holiness and for separation and for consecration. Because surely, in the hour we are living in, you're going to see the real From the false. You're going to see God's true church from the false church. Hear me. Please, you can mark my words on this, what I'm telling you. You're going to see the remnant. It's like the shikil has been put into the ground. And you're going to see a differentiation from the real and the false. And it will be so clear. Many years ago, even, let me just say this, even weeks ago, a lot of people couldn't differentiate between the false and the true. They couldn't. People called what was false, they called true. But not now. Now it will be clear. And why do I say this? Because Jesus is coming back for the remnant. Amen. And what my job as your pastor is to make sure that when the roll call <laughs> is called, that your name is on that list. Come on. I said that your name is on that list. That you walk in righteousness. That you, that you walk in the newness of life. And lay aside the things of this world. You know, Jesus himself said this, if your righteousness does not surpass those of the scribes and the Pharisees, you'll never inherit the kingdom of heaven. The scribes and the Pharisees, by the way, their only jobs every single day was to study the word and the law. That's the only thing they did. Here's the Lord saying, if your righteousness does not surpass theirs, you will never get to heaven. This is why we need to understand this. Wake up from your sleep. bath in righteousness. Come on, and become a real worshiper in spirit and in truth. For you have been created for a time such as this. If you believe that, give Jesus a great shout of praise. And when Esther came out of a comfort zone, and this is the thing, people of God, you want to walk in the blessing of God, you better get rid of your comfort zones. When she get, got rid of her comfort zone, the nice hot tub jacuzzi, the Holy Spirit is not a hot tub, He's a river. Amen. So many people are just stuck in their place of comfort. Blessings is never in a place of comfort. By the way, I, I, I need a, a couple of crazy people that will just join me with, with their faith for a 24-hour turnaround. Amen. Yes. Come on, who in this building needs a 24-hour turnaround? Yes. Oh. I want to tell you this. Get out of that comfort zone. Tell that Pharaoh, when I leave, I leave with everything and more. So what do I mean? I will not give up. I will contend. I will keep fighting the good fight of faith. I'm not going to back down because I've got bad news and sad news. Let me say this again. Doctors don't have medicine, but we have a name above every other name. Come on. Governments are crumbling. Leaders don't have help. We have a help. They so ask me. I get a lot of these questions. Vessel, what do you think is going to happen in the future? Let me tell you. How do I know this? Because the Bible says this. I know what I have planned for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. To give you a hope and a future. Even if you're South Africa, you have a hope and you have a future. And Jesus is His name. Think about this. The Lord says, I know what I have planned for you. This means before you were created in your mother's womb, God had a blueprint of your life. The Bible says the footsteps of the righteous. has been ordered by the Lord. COVID who? I said COVID who? Let me introduce you to someone greater. Jesus Christ is His name. The El Shaddai, the Rock of Ages, the Jehovah Jireh. Oh, come on. The El Shaddai. Greater than COVID. COVID COVID-19. COVID-19 became the new God. People believe the fake news and the false news. I have a hope I have a future I said I have a hope I have a future And by the way Part of his plan Do I have time? Part of his plan Is to prosper here. Esther was not nobody Until favor knocked her off her feet Now I want you to hear me She spent one night with the king One night with the king Changed everything Let me say that one more time I'm trying to not to get too emotional. But one night of the king. Man. It changed everything. If you if, if the whole world can hear me right now, what is the answer to this COVID 19? One night of the king. Jesus. What is the answer for your marriage one night with the king? What is your answer for your children one night with the king? One night with the king, bath in righteousness. You know, I had a dream the one night I heard Jesus say this to me. He said, when you reach the end of your rope, R-O-P-E, reach out and touch my rope, R O B E, the rope of righteousness. One night with the king. Let me tell you, when you spend one night with the king, you become a worshiper of note. You bath in the righteousness. You set apart, then the Bible promises the just will never be left alone. He says the just, the righteous, has a, has a, has a prosperous future. He promises that he will withhold nothing that is good from you. Hear me, hear me, everybody on the sound of my voice, make sure to spend one night with the king. You know, many years ago, one night with the king changed my whole ministry. He changed the whole course of my life, one night with the king. She spent one night with the king. She found favor. If you want favor, spend one night with the king. I'm not talking to you about an earthly king, I'm talking to you about the king of kings and the lord of lords. The one who never fa- changes and never, never, never turns you away. The one who loves you just the way you are. One night with the king, he changed everything favor came, blessings came, breakthrough came. Come on, I'm speaking to a couple of Israelites in this place. You tell that, East Egyptians, I'm coming for my gold. I'm coming for my silver. Come on, you have left your joy in Egypt. You have left your peace in Egypt. You're so just so happy that the enemy has just left you for a bit, that you left everything behind. Now it's time to turn around and say, I'm coming back for what? Come on, I'm coming back for more than I, than I just left. I'm coming back for all the gold. I'm coming back for the silver. for well, the blessing is yours. Who believes this morning that there's going to be a turnaround in your life? You know, this is something that the anointing does. The anointing destroys a yoke. Let me explain this to you. You come to church, you feel sad, depressed, and you hear a message, and the anointing flows. You know what happens? Suddenly walls are breaking. Suddenly there's a peace that comes to you and a joy. Who feels that peace right now? You see, that's the effect of the anointing. It it doesn't matter what I face in life. When anointing flows, there is always a turnaround. So I want some crazy people in this place that will bang on heaven's doors with me this morning and say there's a turnaround for me my family, a sudden turnaround. And I'm telling Egypt right now that you will give back what is rightfully mine in Jesus' name. You have to contend for that miracle. You can't just sit on your lower. You have to get out of your hot tub. I said, get out of that hot tub in Jesus' name and spend one night with the King faith in righteousness. Take back what is yours. If the Bible promises me that I'm part of the blessing of Abraham and I don't see the blessing, something's wrong. I said, then something is wrong. Then I have to go back to Scripture and say, Lord, where do I mess up? You see how fortunate we are living in a time where people only need the Lord when they need a miracle. When they don't need anything, they don't need God. But I want to tell you this, that the time is here that we can no longer play games. I, I, I want to say this, and I say this with fear and reverence, but I believe it's the Spirit of God moves you to say this. People that have played with the Lord, their hearts will be hardened. They will no longer serve God. The remnant I'm talking about is the worldly people. What do you say, Vestal? They're going to come in like never before. Amen. While those who are playing with the Lord, God will harden their hearts. Hear me. It's coming. The Lord showed me this clearly. There's four things that the Lord is restoring in the body of Christ. My dad had a dream about this, a vivid dream. The Lord spoke to him in an audible voice. And the, you know, the, the crazy thing is, is, some of the stuff that the Lord showed me too. So my dad and I collaborated and four things that the Lord is going to restore. Number one, Ministry, and the first why I call ministry number one is because it's a high calling. A lot of people messed up in ministry a lot, and the Lord is going to restore that. Number two, healing. Healing will be restored in the body of Christ, physically, emotionally, financially. Healing will be restored, and if I say it's going to be restored, let me tell you what's going to happen. I believe that it's going to be people not that you won't even have the gift of healing and miracles but just a love for jesus just love for him and out of that relationship healing will flow you will speak to somebody just because you love christ and the residue of your relationship with him will heal people do you get this am i the only one that feels him so strong in this place Sometimes it's difficult just to speak about that beautiful name. Amen. But yeah, it its healing will be restored. It's going to be a sovereign move of God. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on its face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place We are standing on holy ground And I know that there are angels all around Let us praise King Jesus now For we are standing in his presence On holy ground Come breathe upon me Breath of God Breathe upon me Spirit of the Lord As I lift my hands In surrender to your name, most high, today I'm healing to your Holy Spirit. I am walking in your love, precious Jesus, I adore your holy name. Would you just quickly lift your hands and just say this to me? Breathe upon me, breath of God. Come breathe upon me, Spirit of the Lord. (laughs) As I lift my hands in surrender to Your beautiful name, Most High. This morning I'm here, holding to your Spirit. I am walking in your life. Precious Jesus, I adore your holy name. Kendra ma, montosi e kendra nandro mo, masi ke si ne moza sa kendra ma andro. Más aquí que Pray in for one night with the King. When last did you praise in one night with the King? Oh, one night with Him changes everything. Jesus, have Your way in this place. right now, yokes are being destroyed as the anointing is flowing. Right now, strongholds are being broke. We command Egypt, this world, the enemy to bring back. We're not just here for the cattle. We're not just here for the herds. We are here to take back the gold and the silver. Come on, the fire of God is falling on people right now, right now, right now. Oh Lord, open That's your people as they crying out to you. Come on, we have to, we have to make sure we 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 deal. This is business of the Lord now. This is no longer playing. This is business. Father, I pray for your people this morning. I call upon your name, Lord, as I know that you hear. Your word says that you are close to those who are broken in heart. Brokenness is a landing strip for the Holy Spirit. I pray in the name of Jesus that every form of brokenness shall be healed right now. Lord, we are coming to Egypt. And we are declaring not just the herds and the cattle, but we are coming for the gold and the silver. I pray for a turnaround for your people right now in the name of Jesus. I declare, Lord, a 24-hour turnaround now in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, you can't just sit there. You have to jump up and say, Lord, I'm taking this. I'm partaking in this miracle. I'm partaking, Lord, in this miracle. I'm contending for my breakthrough. Right now, right now, right now, Lord. Miracle after miracle after miracle. Release your angels this morning, Lord. Let them bring forth that blessing, that harvest. The financial increase and breakthrough in the name of Jesus and as we come together Lord under this corporate anointing we curse this virus back to hell in Jesus name in the name of Jesus now, as your eyes are closed your hands are raised you hear me right now are you just going to allow Egypt to keep your stuff are you gonna allow Egypt to keep your joy keep your peace take your marriage, take your business you can't allow that time to say devil I'm not here bowing my knees I'm here taking back what is mine taking back what is mine oh come on lost years will be reversed in the name of Jesus I pray for your people this morning Lord God, I give you praise, favor will hit them. I declare your people favored right now. Come on, yeah, I have to believe the word of God. Yes, Lord. Lord. Come a few more minutes. a few more minutes. Yes! so come on he's moving he's moving he's moving he's moving, he's moving. see <sighs> Come on, just heal quickly. Just heal quickly. Two minutes. Just heal to him. Just let him touch. so my prayer Lord in the name of Jesus your so people will experience one night with the king I pray Lord that they will bath in the anointing bath in righteousness they will come forth pure as gold pure as gold they will become worshippers. they will be the light of this world surely the enemy has spoken right this morning you'll see his face no more egyptians you see today you see no more make your peace that you're not leaving with less than what you've come with Come on, just, just the voices. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, Spirit of the Lord. As I lift my hands in surrender to your name, most high, I'm yielding to your Spirit walking in your love. Jesus, I adore your holy name. Grieve upon me, Holy Spirit. Come, grieve upon me. Spirit of the Almighty God, as I lift my hands and surrender to your name most high, I'm yielding to your Spirit, walking in your love, Jesus, I adore your home. Come on, this is his presence now, for in this place. And Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is all I seek. And when your eyes are on this child. Your grace abounds to me. Can't you see that beautiful face? Oh Lord, you're beautiful. Your precious face is all I see. And when your eyes are on this child. Your grace abounds to me As you, if you can i want you just to stretch out your hands towards me i pray that this anointing lord shall follow them in jesus name jesus that the river will flow in, even in that desert it will follow your people and i declare this right now according to your word that every yoke is destroyed every single shackle has been defeated and according to your word we declare a 24-hour turnaround and you promise in your word you cannot lie it's also promised in your word if two or more agree, it shall be done so we agree right now in the name of jesus this week a week of supernatural favor supernatural visitation breakthrough after breakthrough A whole turnaround in the name of Jesus. For we will not just settle for the hurts, but we will settle for the gold and the silver in Jesus' mighty and glorious name. Come on, if you believe that, give Jesus a great shout of victory. And then I want you to do me a big favor. I'm going to show you something. So the the Lord spoke to us about, in regards to souls, obviously you know that we uh our mission is 700 million souls so when the lockdown lifts we're going to go to america canada um, australia and pakistan this year for the ends pakistan is a hundred thousand in a crusade i showed you some of the videos hundred thousand that we'll have muslims by the way we will preach jesus to so what we do is we put an emphasis on the on the nations of the world we have to win more people over to jesus than ever before you know the same guy that attacked me because i'm a word of faith preacher, did not say anything about the one million souls that we've reached this last month alone. Amen. You know, most people that will attack you, it's people that do nothing. So don't worry about that. Amen. Why I say this is so uh, we make it easier for people. I've got people that ask us if there's not in our church, we've got people in Cape Town and, and Durban that's that follows us on social media, etc. So how do they become a partner? So we've got a form. If you if you want to be a partner, this, this form helps us to win souls around the world. And what the form does is it's like a debit order. Any amount. Whatever you feel in, laid in your heart to win souls. We take this and what, what happens is, with the partner form, is um, as soon as we have all the forms together, we'll have a Zoom meeting. Zoom meeting just for the partners. So you'll see me, I see you, all the partners together, and we minister, we minister them. And every month, one of our uh, partner liaisons will call you and thank you for your help and tell you what we've done for the Lord, etc., etc. Et so if you would like to consider becoming a partner of Vestal to Brain Ministries, and help us to reach the lost, there's a form in the back. It will help us a great, great deal. And if you want to cancel any time, you cancel. And then it stops. Do you understand that? Just to make it easier. For those of you that's afraid to come to the front to sew, the app has, has a great card facility and ways to sew. And for the rest that wants to sew into the, into the church, there's buckets in the front. I want to tell you this. It kept me during lockdown. You know how many preachers didn't have food during this lockdown? I can tell you, I'm a preacher. I know what I know behind the scenes what's going on. So many preachers didn't have food to eat during this lockdown. Why do I say this? It's because they didn't have church. There's no income. The, the board didn't, didn't discuss their salaries because there's no income. So I know a lot of them have suffered. What kept us is our giving.